What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 lo-fi radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood. Instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Married and Dead Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Quick Cast, powered by Black Married and Dead Free. Welcome to the show. If you're new to the show, this is our midweek dose of the Black Married and Dead Free podcast. I'm one half of Black Married and Dead Free. We are a married couple that paid off over six figures in debt. And since then, we've been building wealth via out of state real estate, buy and hold. And also we are contributing uh, about 30, 35 percent of our income to the stock market in an effort to retire yesterday, if possible. Uh, But we like to bring you along the journey Uh, on this episode quick cast i like to talk about anything right it's it's all up in the air it can be anything we can talk about the economy we can talk about family we can talk about we can talk about um not necessarily politics i don't like to get into politics but just pop culture stuff you know anything of the sort but on today i'm going to be talking about something that i saw on instagram from a good friend of ours a friend of the podcast someone who's been on our podcast before millionaire real estate investor Todd Baldwin yes this gentleman I think Todd is 30 maybe 31 now but he was a millionaire in his 20s just by real estate being an investor of real estate doing it the right way his particular strategy that got him in the game was house hacking now we've talked about house hacking before and that's simply when 
you buy a home. It could be a single family home. It can be a single family home with more than one room. Of course, it can be, you know, a duplex, triplex or, you know, some type of fourplex. You buy that home and anything, as we know, four units and under is zoned as a single family residence. So you can buy that with an FHA loan, which is, I believe, what he did. And he lived in one one portion of the house and rented out the rest. And then once that seasoned, you know, he moved out and did it again. And so that was kind of his strategy that helped him to build millions. I really love this strategy for like singles for one and uh, folks that are married without children. I think this is a the strategy to the go to strategy. Uh, in my opinion, to start building wealth because you could become a real estate investor with your first home purchase, you know, so I just think it's a really tried and true method to build a real estate portfolio. And uh, this gentleman just did it to perfection. So go back and check out that episode. I'm not exactly sure what episode number that was. Um, I'm going to find that out while we're going forward. Um, let's see here. But yeah, man, it was just a great episode. A lot of jewels dropped, but he posted something recently that I really wanted to to talk about because like I said, he's a millionaire and he came up with this. He said, if I lost everything uh, and that episode number for for Todd Ballman was episode 201, by the way, episode 201. But anyway, back to this post that he just posted. He said, if I lost everything and had to start over with zero, this is what I would do. So, I really got excited about this, y'all, because, you know, you, you, me and Shire are very transparent about our journey. So we bought, we own five out-of-state investment properties and like our risk tolerance is, is uh, mild to say the least. Like we're not risk averse, but we're not super risky. We're not really willing to like, you know, do too much crazy stuff or stuff that'll be looked at as like, wow, that's pretty, you know, out of pocket, like us house hacking or, you know, house hacking for a few years and then moving to this place and to that place, you know, we're, we're kind of like, we're kind of older. So like, we're only going to be so risky with it. But I thought that this was really dope because we have a lot of uh, younger folks or maybe older folks that are just like singles, like, Hey man, I want to, I'm behind and I'm willing to stretch myself to get to where I want to be. And this, these steps that he took, I think are really great. And they show you that you can, you could turn it on, turn your financial situation on its head um, at any moment. If you're just willing to one, get out of your comfort zone and two, just take chances. Um, And so I thought this was an interesting list of things. And I was like, yeah, I want to go over this. So it says, if I lost everything and had to start over with zero, this is what I would do. So he says the first thing he would do is he would sell his wife's 2018 Toyota RAV4. He says we paid cash for it a few years ago for 15 
thousand eight hundred dollars. And today he could sell it on a private uh, sell it to private party for around twenty three thousand. So we know like cars are at a premium, uh, you know, quality pre-owned cars at a premium. So he and he has the receipts. He has the receipts. He has blue book pulled up uh, and he's he says he can get twenty three K for it. So you may have something, maybe you don't have a a brand new or newer vehicle, but maybe you have something that you can sell to get you, you know, get your, get you your down payment going, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, or maybe you're not starting from zero. Maybe you already have something in the bank and you just kind of need a little boost of, of some, of some sort to get you to around the 23 K mark. So that's what he would do if he were starting over. Now you insert your situation and, and, and tweak things as they need need to be. But I think it's a fun ex- uh, experiment to do. All right. So the next thing he says is next. He would pack up his family in his 2009 Ford Focus. He mentioned that car on the podcast. He still has an 09 Ford Focus. This dude's a multimillionaire, by the way. And he says he would make the long drive from Seattle where he's living currently, which we know the market is lit there. And he would drive to Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, using the cash from the sale of his wife's car. He would buy this duplex. Now, he has the receipts. Um, He has the receipts. I'm going to actually link his post in the description below so you get followed so you can check it out. But he has the receipts. Uh, It's a foreclosure property on Zillow. A four bed, two bath, 1900 square feet duplex in looks like snowy Cleveland, Ohio for twenty one thousand dollars. This is built in 1920. It has a central air, forced air and gas. Um, so, yeah, you, 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 it, there, there's receipts here. It's possible. It's possible. So he says he would just go buy this thing cash. Okay. He would buy cash. And then he says this, he says, let's assume that I could land a high paying job. I'd go to work. Oh, he says, keep in mind that he let's assume he couldn't land a high paying job. So he has his home for 20. uh, He has $2,000 left essentially. Right. So he says he would work at, Amazon warehouse for $19. He has receipts on that too. Amazon warehouse uh, position for, for $19 an hour with a little bit of each paycheck. He would start fixing up the duplex, getting the other half of it ready to be rented out. Okay. He says once it's ready, he'd lease it out, lease out the one side for $900 per month. While his family will live in the other half. That's that house hacking piece that I talked about. Now, this is he's not just talking. He's done this. He's done this before. But this is just a, uh, you know, like a simulated uh, scenario. He'd rent out one half for nine hundred dollars while his family stayed in the other half. Since he paid cash for the duplex, most of that nine hundred per month would go into their pockets except for taxes, maintenance and insurance, of course. So right there, we already we, we, we already. We moving on up, 
You know what I'm saying? He's working at Amazon, $19 an hour, which is is not bad, mind you, in many parts of the country, especially probably Cleveland, where the cost of living isn't is isn't California or Seattle. That's for dang sure. Uh, or Oregon, excuse me. And so he's doing that, but now he's getting rent nine hundred dollars for one side of the duplex that he's fixed up and put sweat equity into. And now he's getting half. He's getting he's getting nine hundred dollars because he he owns the home free and clear, you know, so let's keep going. Twelve months later, we would buy this duplex and I'm going to describe the duplex in a second. As our new primary residence, we would live in one half of it and rent out the other half. Plus, we would rent out the half of the first duplex that we just moved out of. So as you're as this strategy is starting to unpack, you're seeing the snowball start to grow. So this duplex is a little he leveled up a little bit. This is a four bedroom, two bath duplex for forty nine thousand. So he was for a year. He was able to save money uh, by renting out one side. So he collect all that income and then him working at Amazon, you know, in a 12 months time, he was able to buy this home for forty nine thousand. Keep in mind, everything's negotiable. So, I mean, you could get it for less than that. But this is also a duplex in Cleveland built in 1920. So, you know, you're going to have to put some work into it. But, hey, the game is starting to really become lit. Now, here's the beautiful, beautiful part is that the portion he moved out of, he's now renting that out for 900 as well. So now he's making eighteen hundred dollars a month just on the first duplex. You, You see how simple that was? Simple, but not easy. You know what I mean? But very simple. All right. He says one year later, after collecting rent from one side of his second residence and both sides of his first residence, he would be able to buy this duplex. Now, this duplex is a 65 is uh, going for 65 K. It's also in the Cleveland area, which at this point he knows quite well. Right. Uh, And it's for 65 K five bed, three bath, three hundred three thousand five hundred square feet. So it's much larger. This one is much larger. Also, uh, central air built in 1918. So it is older, but. You get you 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 get in the flow. You're getting what he's putting down. So he says, again, we would live in one half and rent out the other side. Uh, we now own three duplexes total for a total of six units. Okay, we live in one of the units, and we have the other five rented. So this thing escalated quickly, right? What are we two, maybe three years in? And this brother is collecting. Let's just say they're all going for nine hundred dollars. So let's do the math on that. I'm not a mathematician, but let's go five times nine hundred. This brother's making forty five hundred bucks. Minus expenses, minus your maintenance, your 
you know, your different things like that, you know, your expenditures, all those things. You got to keep those in mind. But he's making five, four hundred, four thousand five hundred dollars a month. Y'all let's continue. He goes on to say 12 months later. So now we're year one, two, three. This is year three. 12 months later, after that, we would buy this next duplex. This is a seventy nine thousand dollar duplex. Uh, we're going up in prices here. This one is a six bedroom, two bath. Now, he says he would. He would buy this duplex and you guessed it, he would live in one half and rent out the other half. Plus, we would rent out the unit we just moved out of. Right. So now. It's, it's crazy. So now I think he's up to seven units. Yeah, he's up to seven units that he's renting out. So. Let's do the math on that. So he's getting six thousand three hundred dollars. He's getting sixty three hundred bucks just from renting these homes. OK. Then he says one year later, now we're at year four, one year later, we would buy this duplex. We would live in one half and rent out the other side. At this point, we have five duplexes for a total of 10 units. We live in one unit and rent out the other nine. All right. So let's pause here. So this home is much better quality, right? This is a eight bed, four bath duplex. Okay. This. So you're looking at shoot for a four two on each side. So this is that's that's pretty significant. This home goes for two hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars. So you, you can see the prices of the homes are increasing, but his monthly income is snowballing at such a rapid pace that he can buy these homes cash. Right. So he says. uh He said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm checking out one of these questions here. Um, let's see. I'm assuming he's buying these cash, but as I go through these questions. Maybe he's not buying all of these cash. So that would that would change his monthly slightly. If he has, you know, a mortgage or two on these. But now he's making so much that he could pay off quite a bit of these. But anyway, it's the it's the concept that that I it's the principle of the concept uh, that I think is wonderful because you could ju- you could just keep turning around and buying the same type of property if you wanted to. Right. What, what am I saying? So as you can see, he's going up in the price as as he buys the next one and the next one, and the next one which may at some point cause him to need to get a loan, right? Which then would be an expense that counts against his monthly income. But you could say, I'm just going to keep buying the same kind of home. I'm not going to keep going up in price. Maybe I'll just keep buying more $21,000 homes or more $40,000 homes that that I can just pay cash and and do it like that and get the same result, you know? So, uh, it's, it's just tweak it as you go, but, but understand the concept because I think it's, it's, uh, genius. So he says, uh, after all the expenses, we could probably be cash flowing around 5k a month. So he did, he's, 
I think he does have a mortgage or two on some of these units. So he says after expenses, he thinks he could cash flow about 5K a month, which is very, very significant. I mean, if he's still working at at, uh, Amazon, he probably don't have to no more. Now, this is the part that I really liked. He says at that point, we could consider hiring a property manager if we could hire a manager and still cash flow 4K a month um, in passive income, mind you. Then he says they could move to Bali, Portugal or Thailand and retire. Now, I'm not too familiar with Bali and Thailand, but I am familiar with shout out to uh, Irish Journey, Amon and Christina. They moved to Portugal and they. um If you study them, they share that the cost of living was a big reason why they decided to move to Portugal. Okay, so they retired early and they positioned themselves to be able to retire in like the most expensive area in the United States, which is the Bay Area. So they planned to retire there. But when they saw One, how beautiful Portugal is and how inexpensive it was in comparison to living in the most expensive area of the United States. They said, well, let's just go there and our money will spread. And so they've if you follow them man, they just are living a beautiful life there in Portugal. So I understand where Todd is going with this. And I'm going to assume that Bali and Thailand are very similar in one lifestyle and two in cost of living. So he says he could go there and retire. That's five years of grinding. Five years of chess, playing chess, not checkers. Five years of running numbers and and, and acquiring properties and and maybe getting out of one's comfort zone. You're, you're moving multiple times, you, you know, so, yeah, that's a bit uncomfortable. You're maybe you, this is all happening in Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, that may be uncomfortable. I don't know anyone from Cleveland. I know as it gets super cold there, but he's you make five years of sacrifice. Five years of stretching yourself for this to retire abroad. I think it's worth it. Uh, so he says we could probably live in a pretty sweet mansion in one of those areas and still have around 3k per month. So you're going to Bali, you're going to Portugal, you're going to Thailand with 4k a month in passive income. And you're taking a thousand of that to get you a nice spot. He says a mansion. I know I haven't looked at that, but man, that would be nice. And still have around 3k per month left over in passive income from the rental portfolio in Ohio. He says we would be about 34. So, yes, uh, Todd might be 30. Yes, he's about 30. We're about 34 years old, retired and living abroad, all because we decided to buy real estate. Let's let's give it up, man. Let's give it up for that. I mean, yo, man, that's that's that is the power of real estate. And, you know, to be transparent, man, I've been feeling we've been shy. I've been feeling a little like, man. You know, when could we get back out here in this and, and, and buy up some more real estate? And we're preparing ourselves for that. But this these strategies like this, 
I love to pass on because many folks hit us up, say we want to get into real estate. Is this the time? Should we do it? It's always opportunity to be had out there. If you just position yourself correctly, it started off with the sacrifice of selling the vehicle, you know, for you, my sacrifice may be different, but there's always a way to get it done. You just have to use some ingenuity. You have to play chess. Like I said, on the front end, chess, not checkers. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did leave us a five star review, wherever you may check in this out. Those really help us. Y'all, we need to get your reviews up every week. I go in there and say, well, maybe we got some reviews this week and nah, nah, we didn't. So we need y'all, man. We thank y'all for downloading these uh, episodes, though. Shout out to you, to everyone who's been following Blackberry Debt Free. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We're going to kind of be, like I said, pivoting uh, and adding some different styles of content. Um, we're not sure if they'll live here like our pop culture stuff. But, you know, we're just kind of doing a little test run. So if that like irks you or just if that's terrible for you, let us know, man. We we, we want to know. We want to know. We want to get feedback from you guys. Uh, if you're enjoying it, let us know. And uh, we really appreciate it, man. We, we try to do what what you all um, suggest. So those do not go on deaf ears, y'all. You could also email us at any time and ask us questions. Uh, BlackMaryDeadFree at gmail.com. And absolutely, please tap into us on our website, BlackMaryDeadFree.com. We have all of our podcasts there. Our, we have some blog posts there and access to us um, on that website. All right. We're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace.